0: Jason, this episode, like all of the ones before and hopefully all of the ones yet to come, is brought to the people by Budget Blinds of Lee Summit. Budget Blinds! They are our friends and our partners, and there's a reason we like to call them friends. They're just good people. Good human beings. They are. They are good eggs. So we badgered you guys all through late November into December about coming over to Budget Blinds and giving a little bit of your time, maybe a little bit of your treasure to help the causes that they take on over and over again to support things that are going on in our community. And you guys came through. Last month, we had Santa come visit Budget Blinds, collected huge, giant stockings full of gift cards and cash and toys and clothes and various other things for the store, at least some at social services. And then... Last week, Lee Summit Social Services received a check from Budget Blinds through some other things that Budget Blinds does to help them out, a check for $385. So, from Jason and Nick at Lee Summit Town Hall, a good on you to Budget Blinds of Lee Summit. And to all of the rest of you, go visit them right in the heart of downtown. Tell them Jason and Nick sent you. Welcome to this Friday edition of Lee Summit Town Hall. I'm with Rachel Segobia today. Welcome, Rachel.
1: Thank you. Good to be here.
0: This is a second appearance on Town Hall for you. So welcome to the club of repeat offenders <laughs> or repeat guests, whatever they're called.
1: <laughs> it's an honor to to be a repeat guest on your show, Nick. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that that was a little hesitant, but, 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 <laughs> we'll, but we'll we'll take it. We'll take it. You are the executive director of Lee Summit Cares. I want to take. Uh, a little bit of time, you're here basically because we're gonna we're spending this month talking some about ways that people can be involved in the community, different organizations they can get involved with, causes they can get involved with, and also how easy it is to get involved, to find something that appeals to you, where you want to help the community. So let's just start with kind of a refresher for those of us that that aren't uh, uh, city nerds. What is Lee Summit cares?
1: Well, Leesma Cares is a nonprofit organization. We work to prevent youth. Uh, well, we work to create he- a healthy and safe community for our young people here in Lee Summit and our families. So we really focus on alcohol and drug prevention. We offer parenting classes throughout the community, and we um, promote a character uh, program throughout the community in, in efforts to, to kind of promote that health and safety aspect for our teens and more recently we've started working um, at the at the request of parents and youth in our community we've started focusing on mental health and wellness so we have a new committee that really works and focuses on that mental health aspect
0: well we're going to put a pin in that one and come back come back to it because obviously I'm, I'm a part of that and one that's right and 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 so I have a, a little bias and passion for that one a, as well um, let's let's Talk about those first few things that that you said. You, I know a a big part of your organization is drug and alcohol prevention. So what mm-hmm. what all do you do for that?
1: Well, we have a committee. It's called the Partnership to Prevent Risky Behaviors, and they look at they um, they do evaluations with our young people. They assess data throughout the community. They pull data from different um, from different groups and. Hospitals and the health department, different areas, to kind of look at what are the threats, what are the emerging threats for our young people, and um, and how can we work, how can we bring together partners around the community, like the police department, the hospitals, different groups, to help um, to, to 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 help educate young people about those drug prevention programs and and to ward off those threats
0: you said you work with the with the youth with the young people are mm-hmm. you are you have programs in the school systems public private schools
1: yeah we work with the least um r7 has been a really great partner of ours um, we and but also the local the private schools in lee summit have are also bringing us in and partnering with us to do different education
0: so what are some of those programs what, what are you doing to be involved with the students
1: well, we, um, we do a Celebrate Sober campaign around um, prom and graduation. We support the Project Grad is a really great program that they offer here, so we support that. We work with um, Youth Court. It's actually a really neat program where um, when teens get in trouble for having uh, drugs or alcohol on them, they are sent to Youth Court, and um, they appear in front of their peers uh, who represent them as lawyers, and then there's also peer judges and um, so we're work, we're partnering with youth court to kind of provide some program and education for those kids who are caught with um, drugs or alcohol. And um, we're also we're, we're really trying to um, we do a lot around alcohol prevention because alcohol is the number one uh, the number one used drug for our young people here in Lee Summit. About one in four kids are using alcohol or have reported using alcohol. Um, but we are also looking at uh, more recently. F- Changing our changing our focus and um, doing a lot of education around electronic cigarettes or vaping because our kids who are involved with our program are telling us that that's becoming so popular and the dad is supporting it Can as well. Can I just well. be the
0: old man and say, you look stupid when you're vaping?
1: <laughs> sure. Does, does that work enough? Please do. <laughs> is,
0: is that good I enough for me to say, get off my lawn and <laughs> stop looking stupid?
1: It has really become, you know, there's... There, you don't have that stig- they don't have that stigma that cigarettes do. And we saw teen use of cigar- um, cigarettes plummeting, right before they came out with these e-cigarettes. And all of a sudden, that there's the, the stigma that's around cigarettes that it makes your teeth turn yellow and it stinks, and you know a lot of those reasons that kids stopped using cigarettes. It doesn't exist at this point for e-cigarettes. And so we're just hearing from teens that you know it's he- it's it's not as um, it's not as unhealthy, and it's it, there's this. Uh, there's this thought process that i mean there's the kids think it looks cool and so we're really trying to just educate kids on the the facts and and recreate that stigma around e-cigarettes
0: how hard is that
1: i mean that's a culture shift it takes time you, you saw how how long were cigarettes popular and finally after you know after all these organizations put money and time and effort into an educational campaign we started to see cigarette use declining but it just takes time it takes data it takes research and then ultimately it, it it you have to change the culture
0: and it takes people
1: and it takes people that's right
0: well let's flip to the opposite side then because i think something else you said is that you're doing you're doing some parent education courses things that are helpful for parents who are raising teens particularly, I think you focus a lot on. So so what what are some of those programs and how are you presenting those and, and maybe even attracting people to them?
1: We offer uh, parenting programs for parents with youth ages zero to 18, actually. And a lot of parents know of our program, w- parents who have younger kids. So I'm happy to hear you say that we do have that teen parenting program because uh, by the time your kids are uh, you know, seven, eight, nine, ten. A lot of parents don't. They've they're beyond that stage where they want to go to classes and learn. You know, they kind of got this type thing. But we offer classes for all ages, and especially teens. So we have a class where uh, that talks about the teenage brain. And you know the teenage brain looks drastically different from most brains, and so it, it talks, looks a little bit of why are your teens behaving this way? Helps parents understand there's some there's some reasoning behind it. There's some, you know, this is actually a good thing. Teens are supposed to be ha- developing this way. This is just brain functioning, you know, brain 101. Um,
0: well, I I am interested in that. Mine is not <laughs> yet a teen a quite. It's it's almost almost there, and That's and right. I'm going to tell you I don't got this. <laughs> I know. Um I would like to learn more because I'm scared.
1: <laughs> and you should be. No, I'm just joking. Um we we are so the the classes that we offer for all zero to eighteen are eleven logic classes. So that's you know, one um, a national program. We have facilitators who have been trained in that program, and it's really just kind of offering um, a down to earth way, kind of down to earth way to parent, letting kids learn from their own mistakes, um, having natural consequences, and and you know just being around other parents with kids your age and having a little bit of that support group. Um, but then we have more focused one, at one times classes that focus on things like the teenage brain or internet safety, um, healthy foods, just classes that parents are telling us that they, they're interested in, they have a need for.
0: How, how are you putting that word out? How are you attracting people to it? Is it, is it, is it taking
1: um, yeah, we, we, the Lisa School District has really partnered with us a lot and helped us get the word out there. So they promote all of our um, information on their website and we we can um, get the, we have the information up on our website as well and through social media. So the word spreads, it's a hard, you know, this is, this, this age, it's hard to get information out there. We've got it. We've got the information in newspapers, but. Not that many people are reading newspapers. so. Um,
0: no, they're listening to podcasts so. and digital so. news sites.
1: <laughs> and you've been great about how- promoting our parenting <laughs> classes as well. Um, and, but it also just seems just hard for parents to get out of their homes and, um, and go to a class with other parents in their community. So we are looking at ways to prom- put some of this information out online. We've been, you know, uh, videotaping the classes and trying to put information up on Facebook, um, just kind of trying to, to, to we, you know, we really just want to get the information out there to parents, meet them where they are.
0: Well, this is the third thing that you talked about was was your character program, and I think that's a good time too. You you can talk about what it is, but also you have a special character event coming up this month, so we can make sure we let people know about that. I think everybody probably at least on the surface knows a little bit about it. They see it at you know on the signs outside the schools, the the character trait of the month, but kind of give us a little more. Why we do this, because I think it's it's one of those things that's been going on for a few years now. We drive by and it just kind of, you know, flits through our head. And I think sometimes we forget the the reasoning behind it and, and even the power behind it.
1: Yeah, well, uh, our character program started about 20 years ago at the request of uh, Dr. Stansberry, who was um, you know, the former administrator. Um, superintendent of schools thank you superintendent of our school district here so the school district was bringing in and educating the kids about character and he really believed that uh, the kids could get this information in the schools but for it to really stick they needed to see it uh, mirrored in their community as well and so um, you know he approached lee summit cares and asked our organization you know As an organization dedicated to the health and safety of the young people, he he thought that would be a good organization to take that character component and um, and bring it into the community. So encouraging, we we partner with different sectors, including uh, business, media, um, the city, um, the, um, the the hospitals, just different organizations to try to kind of encourage that character promotion and growth. Um, so that when kids go out into their community, they see those same values that they're they're learning about in school.
0: Well, that leads up to you have a Character Awards Breakfast coming up. That's in partnership with Mayor Bill Baird and the City of Lee Summit. When is this?
1: It's January 24th at 7 o'clock in the morning. It's at the Pavilion at John Knox. And we are recognizing 12 um, individuals in the community who have demonstrated uh, excellence in character. We'll also give away a lifetime achievement award. That's going to Shirley on this year. She's the founder of Rediscover, and Rediscover's celebrating their 50th anniversary in 2019. And then we're recognizing an ethics in business award that um, will be given away to um, Cartridge World of Lee Summit.
0: Well, we should we should pause and like go away from your expertise for a second and say how awesome it is, and congratulations to Rediscover for 50 years of amazing work in our community
1: and others. Yes. They, they have done incredible work around mental and behavioral health and, and served not just Lee Summit, but Kansas City, the Kansas City Metro as well. And they're a great partner of Lee Summit Cares.
0: Well, let's now move to, you said that, that you mentioned a task force for youth and mental health. You've got a few other task force type committees like that. This is where I want to get into talking about how people can get get involved. Let's not talk specifically about that one, but what, what kind of committees do you and task forces do you have and talk a little bit about the makeup of of who all that is because i could sit here and tell you about the one i'm involved in and i think on the roster there's probably 35 people um we don't see them all every time but we see a good chunk of them so what is what is community involvement for you and your organization
1: community involvement for a coalition is everything. We are a small we're a small coalition. We have four staff. And so the only way I mean and really that's the heart of a coalition is pulling together those community organizations, pulling in those those organizations who have the ex- expertise and the experience and the ability to make changes in your in those specific fields and getting them together to say you know where where are our gaps? Where are the gaps in our community? Where are the services that we're not providing? How do we fill those gaps without recreating the wheel over and over again? So you, we you know we have um, for each of those programs I talked about prevention, parenting, and character. We have commit we have committees that come together with those professionals in the field, um, professionals in the field, but also parents, youth. And just individuals who are interested in in advancing that specific cause, and um, so we have those committees doing so much of the work and looking at data and saying, you know, we have these programs over here, but we're missing this this area. We're missing something in this area. There's a big need here, and so how do we? Who do we pull in to fill that need, or how does how do we find some funding so Lisa McCarris can fill that need? Um, we really rely on on citizens to to fulfill that.
0: Well, Let's talk specifically like we'll we'll get in we'll get into mine now cuz really Rachel it's always about
1: me. <laughs> I'm learning this. <laughs> the more I get to know you the more I'm learning this. <laughs> I don't know if that's good
0: or bad but you know we'll, we'll 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 take it. I'm not sure how I got really asked to be on this one because I'm about the only one in there that doesn't have alphabets that's behind my true. name that's and um I don't understand Maybe 30% of the words they use because they're all doctor words. <laughs> but let's talk about the youth, the, the mental health. We, we we talk a lot about suicide prevention in there. Mm-hmm. We talk a lot of, about um, positive mental attitudes on that one. That one, I think, is, is is a good example of what you were just talking about. Somebody saw a gap mm-hmm. and said, how can we put a group together together? F- for this specifically, that started after there were some suicides in our that happened in our school system in our school district. Um, tell me how that kind of came about, and and this is now about a, a year, year and a half into this into this group.
1: Yeah, um, about a year into this group formally. Um, so actually, Lee Summit had a, um, a group of citizens who were looking at suicide prevention specifically, and they they did some research and met for a while and just kind of felt like they had done all the work they could. So they turned to Lee Summit Cares and and asked us if we could take it on. Mental health was not a, a priority or focus that we had had in the past, but we talked with we discussed it with our board and you know our our vision our organization's vision is really pretty broad and looks at health and safety. And we, um, we do try to, to, um, to move with the needs of our youth. And so it became quite apparent that uh, mental health, mental wellness is, a, is a, a very large need for all the young people. I mean, that's a nationwide issue right now. Um, and so Lisa mccares decided to kind of take on, take over this suicide prevention task force at the time. But we, um, you know, we, we really decided to morph it more into a mental health and wellness, looking at it from a prevention aspect. So we do, we, we really try to do a lot of early prevention work. And so looking at how do we provide our students with the knowledge and the education, the um, expertise to, identi- to to realize that they're um, overstressed or struggling with some mental health issues before they, you know, before the issue really, um escalates to to suicide.
0: I like I want to brag on our group a little bit there cuz it's fun. But also I think one of the things that that we did too was to to f- maybe help parents see that those things were happening and it wasn't just kids being kids and you know well, back in my day because I'm gonna make fun of myself. I just did the old man thing earlier when you were talking about vaping. <laughs> but but I think you know we actually we we went to some kids and we had some kids talk to us and talk to other groups of parents to to kind of give a perspective so that so that parents could understand that that point of view and where those their stressors were coming from. I think educating all ages about mental health and about depression is has been just as important as yeah. getting in with the kids.
1: Um so there's two things in that that I'd like to touch on. When we first started really when we when we made an official decision that we were going to focus on mental health and wellness, it, it it came at the request of parents, you know, it was soon after there there had been a, a couple suicides in our community and parents were struggling with how do we talk to our kids about this, you know, how do we um, do we, do we need to be worried about our kids? How do we know if we need to be worried about our kids? There was just a lot of parents out there with a lot of questions and they came to Lisa McHarris and kind of said, we need help. We need answers. And that's what, that's what caused us to kind of, to really know we need to, to take this on. But um, involving the youth and hearing from youth, that's, that's a component that Lisa McHarris has always been pretty passionate about. We, you know we're. We're an organization that works to provide programming for young kids, so we need to. We can't do it unless we have that input from the young, the from the kids. We have a youth advisory board group, and um, we are actually looking for m- more members now. So if uh, it's a high school aged group, but we're trying to, we try to have representation from all the high schools, including the private high schools in the community, and those kids have the op- They the, in their um, meetings, they learn about um, about the different. Health and safety priorities of Lisa Cares, but they um, also have a lot of opportunity to get engaged in our different committees and provide that youth feedback and and that youth perspective, which uh, has has just been really successful. Um, our committee members, the adults on our committees, really value their input, and um, and I think our programs benefit greatly from it.
0: Yeah, I would I would say from my perspective, um, I was totally wrong. What my guesses were that they would say, and and. That, that surprised me, but I think in, in, in a good way.
1: Yeah, it's, it's the, you know, they're just living in a different world, and that's what they continue to tell us is it's, it's just a different time. They've got all these different pressures and, you know, societies, the, their culture is just different. And so having them provide that knowledge and information for us, it makes all the difference when we're trying to, to come up with answers,
0: what are some areas? Uh, all of these different projects that you've talked about, and all of these these committees that are that are behind them and make them work, are there some specific areas where where maybe you would like to see some more community involvement? Is there is there a way we can we can call out today and say, hey, I'd lo- I'd love to see more people get involved in X?
1: Well, um, we've had a lot of community interest in our youth mental health task force, and we are happy. You know, as we we'd love to have as many. Um, individuals involved in that as as possible and like i said you don't you don't have to have the the um, letters behind your name as you put it we 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 want parents we want uh we want individuals from all the different sectors of the community because we really believe that's how you you get true community feedback so that youth mental health task force we do have a um, we do have had a lot of interest and we're happy to get more people involved in that and we're we'll be working this year this is we're going into our second year so we'll be working on really creating a work plan and identifying some subgroups um, and and moving forward with some of the you know it's going to be again this is going to be a cultural change that we're looking at trying to implement but so it's going to take a long time and be a lot of work but it's, so the more individuals we have, the better. Um, we Did you ha-
0: grow up wanting to change the culture? <laughs>
1: <laughs> is, I, <laughs> yes, I thought, uh, you know, cultural change. That sounds like a fun job.
0: <laughs> you know, some of us have dreams and goals. Not all of us pick <laughs> ones that are so hard. Uh, it is an admirable goal. Thank and, you. and it does take people. I want to I wrap things up a little bit here. How can people get a hold of – first, I want to say how can people if, – if youth are interested in that youth advisory board you mentioned, you said you had some positions open, some space for more. Yes. Who should they contact and how?
1: Well, uh, they can contact Lindsay Weiss. She's our youth coordinator director. Um, I'll, I'll just throw out a, a generic email to, for our organization. That's lscares at rediscovermh.org. Um, so you, any, you can send an email to that to that address, and it'll get to the right person. Uh, just express letting us know you want to be involved and um, and what your interests are. Um, you can also call us at three,
0: uh, 347-3298. Well, let us do this for me. Give me your spiel. Why should people in Lee Summit join you and your cause to change the culture and make it a better world for our youth? <laughs>
1: we are we're working for the health and safety of our young people and if we can create a better community for our young people to live in today it's going to have incredible impact on our community down the road I think it's hard to argue against uh, working towards that goal
0: what are some successes tell us, tell give us some success that you guys have had that, that can get ex- people excited
1: well um, in just this week we um, we've been working one of the um, projects of our youth mental health task force has been to to talk to our kids about how to stress less and how to just kind of some healthy coping techniques and so we um, we had some staff go into uh, the MCC Longview um, and where we have a high school program where the kids are taking college classes, they're obviously kids who have a lot of stress, uh, are very busy, are you know are doing college level education while they're in high school. And we um, we did some just some um, mindfulness activities, some uh, opportunities to just relax and teach them how to. Um, I think we we, get, we had yoga mats there to give out and eye pillows and lavender soaps, just you know opportunities to learn how to take you know take a breath basically and uh, at the end of the um, retreat is what we called it at the end of the retreat the kids some one of the kids said this was life-changing and another kid said uh, that she had never been so relaxed in her life so I think that was a big, big success
0: I don't know that you can have a better pitch than <laughs> life-changing for the youth in our community That's right. that is a fantastic thing <laughs> one you. more time give us the email and the phone number for Lee Summit cares
1: our email is lscares at rediscovermh.org. And uh, we can be reached at 816-347-3298. Well,
0: thank you, Rachel. Thank this you. wraps up our Friday conversation of Lee Summit Town Hall. You can connect with us on Facebook at link to lee summit or at Twitter at LS Town Hall. Be sure and subscribe to catch every episode of the Lee Summit Town Hall podcast on Apple Podcasts. Google Podcasts, or any of your favorite podcast apps. Thank you. Ryan, I'm round. (laughs) I'm six foot. I'm 245 pounds. It ain't pretty. Mm. I haven't seen the inside of a gym since high school, so we're going to say 90s. We're going to say that once, and we don't have to say it ever again. Mm You're going to start training me. You're going to start telling me to eat right. I'm scared, Ryan.
2: Don't be scared. we got some work to do. We're going to do work, Nick, but don't be scared.
0: I don't want to do the work. I'm scared of the work.
2: (laughs) You got to. You you do work at work, don't you? I do. You work your tail off at work, Ryan. You work your tail off on your body.
0: Well, tell me why. Tell me why is it that I need to do this? I mean, I got my reasons.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean... (sighs) I mean, I'm not going to dog you out, Nick. I'm not going to hurt your feelings. You're out of shape. You're probably borderline obese. I mean, you're probably going to have some health problems here soon, so you need to take control of your life. And, and do it for your kids. Do it for your family. Um, do it for yourself. You're going you, you know, to get stronger, and you're going to live longer.
0: Let me tell you, this summer I was in the mountains. I was hiking. I remember a time, because my mind still thinks I'm 20 years old mm-hmm. and 150 pounds.
2: Yep. I got winded. Absolutely. It was
0: hard to hike up the mountain
2: altitude too so you can't well, be too hard on yourself well I appreciate that.
0: <laughs> I appreciate that and I'm wanting your sympathy as, as we get things going. But mm-hmm. tell me tell me a little bit about about what does somebody like me do who mm-hmm. sits at a desk ten hours a day mm-hmm. what does somebody like me need to be doing?
2: You, you need to be getting up and moving. You need to get out of your desk and move around periodically throughout the day. I'm sure you run to the bathroom and run all around, but you need to get moving. You need to make working out a priority in your life. Whether you, if you get busy throughout the day, come in the morning, work out, just get it in, uh, and start to eat healthy. Okay. The first time we came in here, I was busting you, busting you because you were eating Jimmy John's, and you had a soda, and you had chips.
0: That's so good. Yeah,
2: you can't be doing that anymore <laughs> because that's where that's how you got to where you're at. So. So you're gonna be mean. Uh, no, I'm But I need yeah. somebody to do that Yeah, It's going to be tough love, I call it tough love Alright, Yeah. All
0: right. I'm good with that So what? how can people like me though find you So they can get healthy too
2: Okay, You can contact me, you can go to the website It's shred with two d's kc.com or give me a shout Or a text 816-588-9609 We can sit down And talk about your goals
0: And even if you don't like my podcast, listen anyway Because you're probably going to hear my journey
2: As I try Absolutely. to get healthy again It's going to be awesome